Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. Today, we celebrate Columbus Day and Indigenous Peoples Day in the United States of America, as Columbus set foot in the Bahamas on October 12, 1492. I read an article about Christopher Columbus in an online version of a 1992 issue of the Enzyme magazine. It taught me more about this man than I had learned in school, beyond the familiar rhyme that in 1492... Columbus sailed the ocean blue. This article asked, what do we know of the real Columbus? What were his motives in pursuing his world-changing enterprise? Perhaps the greatest motivating feature of his life was his faith. His writings and the records kept by his contemporaries indicate that Columbus had unshakable faith that he was an instrument in God's hands. Now, the Book of Mormon says that Columbus was indeed an instrument. In a vision, the ancient prophet Nephi looked and beheld a man among the Gentiles who was separated from the seed of my brethren by the many waters. And I beheld the Spirit of God, that it came down and wrought upon the man, and he went forth upon the many waters, even unto the seed of my brethren, who were in the promised land. This Enzyme article also described Columbus personally in a way that I had never heard before. Apparently, his contemporary biographer, Bartolome de las Casas, wrote that he was a tall, imposing, good-natured, kind, daring, courageous, and pious man. He observed the fasts of the church most faithfully, confessed and took the sacrament often, read the canonical offices like a member of a religious order, and hated blasphemy and profane swearing. Fernandez de Oviedo called him a man of honest life, fair in speech, tactful, and of a great creative talent, a good Latinist and most learned cosmographer, gracious when he wished to be, erasable when annoyed. I discovered that while Columbus had little formal education, he learned a great deal about language, astronomy, mathematics, and natural sciences. He attributed his learning to the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. In fact, Columbus was apparently certain that he was divinely chosen. He was convinced that God had given him specific gifts to be used in his service. As we now know, Columbus was completely wrong in his estimation that the Indies, or Asia, was roughly 2,400 miles west of the Canary Islands. It's actually about five times that distance. But the Americas lie about 2,400 miles west of the Canaries. While the Earth was not smaller than estimated, Columbus's voyage was not wasted. He was inspired by the Spirit of the Lord to seek out the American continent, even though his knowledge of the earth was limited. We don't always see or understand the reasons behind inspiration. When we feel prompted to do something that others might consider ridiculous or hopeless, let's remember Columbus. Let's remember that we don't always know the Lord's plan, but He will show us the individual steps we need to take in order to do His work. As long as we are willing to be led, 
the Lord will guide us. Let's remember to make our chief concern not what people will think of us, but rather what God will think of us. If you would like to read more about Columbus than I've touched on today, look up Columbus and the Hand of God on churchofjesuschrist.org. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thank you.